they're not my staff. I call them my partners. Anything that they do or sell, it's a partnership. So if my girl in the salon wants to sell a product, a hair product, she can do that and make more money than just doing hair and giving me, you know, and paying commission. They are able to do so and we become partners. And that way we lock in a longevity kind of relationship. And we also see eye to eye. I want her to win just as much as she wants to win. She becomes invested in the product and the business as well. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. multi-passionate powerhouse we know you probably have a few burning questions like what do I do when my pitch is rejected (laughs) how do I know I'll be successful without a formal business background when is a good time to add on services to my business and do I need a team should I add a team when should I add a team yeah well don't you worry we're gonna get into all of that on on this episode (laughs) featuring Myra Mellon i happy happy ha- so happy to introduce Myra I'm happy 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 <laughs> founder and owner of Philadelphia's glam salon and spa also my hairdresser so we're just so excited to have her here casual. so from casual from traveling around from salon to salon with a suitcase filled with bundles of luxury hair extensions to now the owner and founder of a thriving beauty empire Myra shares all the behind the scenes of her entrepreneurial journey and tips for your success. So here are a few things you absolutely don't want to miss. How to turn a rejection into a positive business opportunity. Strategy on scaling your business and hiring a team. Ways to balance family life and your business. And how to build up your confidence with little to no experience as a business owner. I absolutely love this interview. I mean, it is so good. Myra, she is so candid. She's so real. You are absolutely going to be as obsessed with her. And go on ahead, hit the follow button because you're going to want to join in on her journey. Because she, (laughs) honestly, despite everything you just said, from the suitcase to now a thriving empire, I feel like she's just getting started. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So... If you are starting your own business from the ground up and you you feel like you're roughing it right now, then this episode is most definitely for you. We know it is the perfect combination of motivation and strategy to give you that push you need to take some action. Speaking of motivation and strategy, we know how invaluable talking one-on-one to a coach is. We know how important it is to receive guidance specific to your needs, not like just something cookie cutter program that is like collecting dust in your inbox. Like we've (laughs) all been there and like I know the programs right now sitting in my inbox. I know, just thinking I'm (laughs) playing. Right? So if you've been working really hard but seeing little return and you're ready to expand your community, increase your visibility both on and offline and make that money, honey, Okay, and if you're ready for a mentor who has been there, who's been in your exact shoes, 
Okay, hello, it's me and Anna Laura. Okay. Hi, there's two mentors. <laughs> it's two of us. So go on, head to the show notes, apply for a spot in our private mentorship. Space is extremely limited. We want to make sure we are giving you all the time that you need. We want to make this as impactful as possible. Okay, so we cannot wait to work with you. Go on into the show notes and let's get into this episode. Welcome back to another episode of the She Shines podcast, and we are so honored to be here with Miss Myra Mellon, founder and owner of Glam Salon and Spa here in Philly. Say hello Thanks to everyone. Soon. Hello, everyone. It is a pleasure to be here. Uh, we are so honored to have you and to dive into your journey. Like I said, we were talking before you got on. Alex and I are so intrigued to learn more about <laughs> where you started versus where you are now. Like we've, we know bits and pieces, but Mm -hmm. can you just walk us through your background and tell us what made you take the leap into entrepreneurship and just that gigantic, I want to say like gigantic evolution that you've experienced in your (laughs) journey. It's just so cool to witness. What, what was that like? Okay. Well, I never even a business or jumping into this. This is something that was totally not planned. Uh, I am married. And I had my first son in 2010 and I was a stay-at-home mom and very bored with just (laughs) staying home. I wanted to start a business that I could be with him and still make money. So I just wanted to work from home, something on the internet. And that is basically like where the dream started. I didn't know if it was going to be clothing. I didn't know. I just wanted to be home with my baby and working and making money at the same time. I started researching like things that I could sell from home, things that I could sell over the internet. And uh, the first thing I came out with was clothes and I just wanted to you know, purchase them, wholesale and then resell them for a profit. And uh, so I asked my, my parents, my friends around me, I'm like, what do you think about this idea? And they were like, no, 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 no. You know, they were shutting me down. Uh, so nothing was coming to me. Um, I was still going to the hair salon and getting my hair done probably once every two weeks because I was using cheap hair extensions which was not real human hair we've all been there and (laughs) yes exactly so I was (laughs) I was using cheap hair extensions and I had to get my hair done once every two weeks cost me about like 150 dollars for the process of getting it done and another you know 150 dollars to buy the extensions so um, I came across a lady in the store and she told me that she never buys her extensions ever she actually reuses them over and over again so she never has to spend that amount of money to get her hair done so I was like there's no way you've hair extensions over and over again so she gave me the number I ordered my first set and I fell in love I was like this is what I need to sell (laughs) because nobody knows this is like a magic magic nobody knows that (laughs) well in our in the weaving hair community no one knows that extensions can be washed and reused over and over again without being thrown away, at least in my area where I was. Yes. So um, I reached out to the company and I asked if I could wholesale the product from her. She said that she did, wasn't interested, but she would give me a 15% discount. Okay. Now, anybody, anybody who knows uh, Glam Extensions knows that 15% will bring the extensions down to like $250. <laughs> <laughs> It's still very, very expensive to purchase. So Mm -hmm. I was only able to uh, afford to purchase five bundles, uh, five bundles of hair that didn't even match with each other. I purchased (laughs) one bundle of each texture 
And I was like, my mom's like, what are you going to do with that? I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show people these five bundles. <laughs> so I literally- um, Traveling salesman of hair yes. bundles. <laughs> I put them in like a suitcase, a little flat, like briefcase, stapled them with the name. Uh, I wore like a suit jacket with a glam yes. shirt. Stop. I was like, I was a traveling weave salesperson and I just like made a list of salons. I started with my hairstylist, my salon, and I was just basically like, look at this hair. And I even, I even had, um, it's like when you become an entrepreneur, you think about what's going to be innovative. What's going to, what is something that they, what, why do they want to buy your product? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to show them that you can get it wet. And I would just like, I pull out a spray bottle. I was showing it was like the the straight was going curly. They were like, what? You know, because that was something that you mm-hmm. didn't know happened because previously, if you got your hair extensions wet, it was over. Done. Your extensions were done. So you could not wear them again. So the money was gone. The money was wasted. It's over for the mm-hmm. extensions. But with our luxury new hair, human hair extensions, you were able to wet them. You were able to reuse them. You were able to straighten the hair again. You could, you could use it over and over again. So... Mm-hmm. Out of the five bundles that I had, people were buying those, just buying those bundles off of me. So I eventually started making the money just from what I had on hand. I kept going back to this girl. I'm like, I'm selling all this product for you. Can you please give me, can you please give me a bigger discount? And um, she was just like, you know, I, I can't do anything. But I started ordering from her so often that I just knew the product just as much as she did. So when I, I, I talked to my mother, I said, mom, I'm going to, you know, try to find this, a manufacturer um, that, that makes this product because I know she's not making it. Mm-hmm. So I have right. to find it. So I, me and my mother, she's like, all right, let's pack our bags. Thank God for having a husband who supported me because mm-hmm. at this time I was a stay at home mom. I didn't have any income. And I was just like looking for this product I was we had like circled six states where it was going to be hair shows and stuff and we were like we're going so we went to New York Baltimore we travel everywhere and uh as soon we're at this hair show and I finally see the product that I have been selling for the last three months so I'm like oh this is it this is it it." (laughs) and uh I meet the manufacturer and they're like they're like they can't sell me the product no and I'm like why they're like we don't only do they're like, we only do certain distributors. We deal with, uh, you know, one person in New York, one person in Atlanta. And I'm like, well, I'm in Philadelphia. Nobody's there. They're like, well, you're too close to New York. You're going to interfere with our New York people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, I've been buying hair from this person in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I have been spending this amount of money. And I showed them a week. I've been spending probably, I was spending $3,000 a week. So I was, I was like, I've already been giving you 150 grand a year. So what are you going to do? And he was like, Okay. All right. I didn't know that. Yeah, All right. So yeah. he, he just was like, let's go. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. So I had to, you have to be like, this is what I want. This is what I'm yes. going to get, especially, you know, being, uh, trying to be an entrepreneur, you can't take no for an answer. And you have so to know I your pitch. Selling, like, you I know have I have to, my, yeah. Yes. I didn't know I was going to say that, but, <laughs> uh, but it just came out like, I'm not leaving here without better, uh, you know, without a better, wholesale price. I'm just mm-hmm. not leaving. I'm not leaving without this product. So yes. now my margins are better. Uh, I am buying directly from the manufacturer. I know about the product even more. Mm-hmm. And this is now three to six months into uh, selling this product. And I, now I have a living. I have, I am making 
so much of a living that I, I asked my mom to quit her job. And uh, she's like, no problem. She quits and she works for me full time. We are still saleswomen <laughs> going yes. from salon door to salon door, uh, wow. state, state to state. And uh, my manufacturer reaches out to me and they're like, you just need a storefront. And I'm like, I cannot afford a storefront. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yes, you can. We know your numbers, so you can afford it. So I start to look <laughs> for an air in an area that is in an area that is uh you know cool in philadelphia a good walking traffic where everyone mm-hmm. goes and i could only think of south street i'm like everybody's gonna come to south street it's popular it's in philly even you know the surrounding states delaware jersey they're gonna come and they're gonna be able to see this product and we're gonna be good so i find a location on south street and i open it in 2000 august of 2011 and here we are so in wait had it just been a year had it just been one year from it had, when you it was about nine months nine months from when you started selling from the original lady wow. that you purchased Girl. from in atlanta to mm-hmm. opening your own storefront store in philly correct wow. more or less reti- bringing on your mom as well yes amazing yes. oh my goodness you oh must have gosh. been hustling those nine months I was, I was, I was going state work, to state work, work, with yeah. a list of hairstylists and I, and those people still purchase hair extensions from me to this day. Mm. Wow. So it, it's mostly the products. Like I like to say, cause I was, I was a new mom. I mm-hmm. had no experience in customer service. I neither did my mother. So I was very uh, rough around the edges, if you will, about <laughs> selling and uh, you know, how to get how to be nice and sell this product. <laughs> so, so I was, you know, this is what it does, you know, but the product was sold itself. Even if I was the worst, even if I was the worst person to, you know, no grammar, no, no etiquette, the product was still amazing. And that's mm-hmm. what really sold it for me. That's what really kept people coming back and mm-hmm. buying this product. Yes. Wow. There's so many things that I feel like (laughs) contributed to your success that I feel like other people can walk away with. Like we're not done yet. This is literally just starting, but you, I love when you said you've got to be like, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to get. Like you knew exactly what you would want whenever you're going into these like sales meetings. Like Mm -hmm. you, like Alex said, you knew your pitch and you knew your numbers, you knew the value that you were adding to that company. Mm-hmm. So you're like, no, no, no. Like I'm not leaving this meeting until you give me what I came right. here for. But you, you right. wouldn't have exactly. had that had you not known the value that you were bringing into them. And then you didn't take no for an answer. Correct. You kept going because you knew Correct. your value. Mm-hmm. Um, I like too, Myra. Yeah. I didn't know before that you kind of did your research. Like it makes sense because your first salon on South Street, you had the clothing, like a little bit of the clothing mm-hmm. in the front. Yeah. And, and that was you- my dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense now when you were starting, you were like, well, let me, what do I love to do? Right. So you were looking at clothes mm-hmm. and then obviously the next thing is hair. And, and mm-hmm. so it's really nice to see that, you know, you weren't afraid to try different things out to land where you right. are now. But even when you got to hair, it wasn't just, I'm going to sell hair. It was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get to know this product in and out. I'm getting to know everything about it. I'm going to get to know what my customers like about it, what their needs are. So it wasn't just kind of this, I mean, it was a dream and you had an idea, but you actually took action with it and you were flying all across the country to to like figure out where you could find this one product that you had your mind set on. So, I mean, ladies, like 
Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. Like, I, you you got to know what you want. You have to know your yes. product. You I have to know love. your customers. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, but how did you get from South Street yes, to where that, you, yes. to where you are now? Because your first salon was a salon okay. and now you're a salon and spa. So how did we get the and spa part? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So in August of 2011, I am on South Street. Uh, just business was amazing. Um, certain, you know, business was amazing. I would say the only thing was that customer service skills still were growing, <laughs> but I had a full, full on staff, uh, the product, everybody in Philadelphia knew we started getting celebrities to even wear the products and they loved it. It wasn't like, um, how it is where you give a celebrity a product and they review it and they just say, Oh, I love it because they're paid mm-hmm. to do so. We have, I have never in my life paid anybody to wear our products. Um, they love it. They, if they, say they love it they really do and they purchased it <laughs> so that is something that we always stood by and um it's a lot different sometimes now with the youtube and instagram social media people just you don't know if the celebrity really likes it it's a really good product you just have to get it and see if you like it for yourself so we have celebrities wearing our hair we have you know the women of philadelphia wearing our hair um it's known social media helped Hello. us get social media helped us get a lot of our um uh exposure and then we began to i just i dabble back into clothing because that is something that i just really like to do i really Mm -hmm. wanted to uh you know i really like clothes and i'm like if i can buy what i want and then sell sell the extra ones that's what i want to do i really (laughs) enjoy that and i don't know even if that is still something i'm going to do in the future um because now I have two sons. I had my second mm-hmm. son in 2015. Um, and, and it's crazy that I say I started my business to be home with my son and I ended <laughs> up being more away from my son even more yeah. because the business just got, uh, I live in Delaware, the business is in Philadelphia. And, mm-hmm. and, and now I'm this boss who's doing these interviews and going here and working and traveling these different states trying to get this product out because now this is my baby too (laughs) so um it took me away from him but I I still have a lot of leniency of like I don't work as much I can be with him when I want to be with him Mm -hmm. so 2015 I had another baby glam is still rolling and, and rocking um of course a lot more a lot more probably uh, 10 companies on the same street open selling hair extensions. You know, a lot more competition is here. A lot more people are getting into the business of selling hair extensions in, you know, more salons because it is a huge moneymaker in our community. This is something mm-hmm. that no one knew about 10 years, 10, 15 years prior. So this is a huge new business. I start to uh, see that our sales are not as what not the, not what they were when I first started or when mm-hmm. I you know previous the previous year. So being an entrepreneur, you have to be innovative. You have to either you're either gonna fold or you're gonna keep going. You gotta keep going. <laughs> and I decided to go with the next trend that will be with uh, along beauty. I have a salon and what else do women talk about when they are in the salon? It's 
it's nothing but beauty products. They are talking about body. They are mm-hmm. talking about face. They are talking about, you know, get shape, anything. So mm-hmm. I decided to add something called, you know, all of this non-invasive treatment at our new spa. So I am, my lease was about to end and I wanted to look for a new property. I wanted to stay in the same location. And I just happened to be going to lunch, walking down the street, and I saw this two-story property on <laughs> South Street. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to be able to afford that. You know, that's, it's two stories on South Street. It's mm-hmm. brand new. It's just like, it's no, it's no way I'm going to, you know, let me, let me keep going around the corner to the <laughs> property I was already going to go see. And the lady, so I, I go to the property I'm already going to go see. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is nice. I can deal with this. It's on third, you know, third is busier than six. And um, the lady's like, but I think you would really love this property around the corner. It's two stories. I'm like, ah, I already saw it. Don't tempt me. She's like, just go look at it. Just go look at it. She doesn't give me a price. She's like, just look at it. So I go inside and I'm like, I love it. <laughs> and it. And it happens to be cheaper than what I'm already paying. And oh I'm like, goodness. is this is this a sign? Yes. Yeah. Yes, so it, it was I'm 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 not even gonna I'm not even going to lie. It was almost a third of what I was already paying. Wow. So it was like, oh. how am I gonna get how is two stories beautiful new property a third of already what I am paying? It was because I was at the property for like eight years and they just kept going up and up mm-hmm. and up mm-hmm. and they didn't want to fix anything. It was just like it just happened to be, it's like perfect timing because I was so ready to get out of that building and that lease with that person because it just wasn't working out for me. And, but I didn't want to leave the area at the same time. Mm -hmm. So coming around and finding this new beautiful two story property, I was already in love with it. The moment I saw it, and you know how I am when I'm in love with something, I I just got to have it. I just got to get it. It's mine. Don't take no for an answer. This property... No, I'm not. I'm not. And uh, and they fell in love with me and my dream. And they're like, do whatever you want with the property. So um, I basically gutted the whole place. And I'm like, I want it to be beautiful. I want marble floors. I want chandeliers. I want it to be like glamorous when you walk in here. Yes. And that is what I got, ladies. Oh, it is <laughs> so, uh, stunning. Yes, it was a process. Yes. Love it. And oh, if you... you. If you ladies who are local to Philly or maybe South Jersey, Delaware, like if you have not been to Glam, it is a true experience. experience. Yes. Yes. And like every time I walk in there to get my hair done, I love the glitter wall. I love the fireplace. I love the marble. I love the champagne and the wine. Like it's just the perfect experience of getting your hair done. And you always have good music playing and Netflix and we're always watching something good or... Uh, I just love it. I love oh, it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's good, girl. Thank you. Go ahead put that on a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> you get the wine. We, we're in there. It's good girl talk. It's all, all of the above. It's everything. From, from when you started, I remember you had a, you were renting a space. You were doing hair in someone else's salon. Yes. And then you had mm-hmm. the smaller salon on South Street. And then you moved to the dream space. And throughout all of this, yes. you obviously grew a team and you have a, you have staff and, and women working for yes. you. What tips can you give other entrepreneurs on, on scaling their business first as a solopreneur, like doing it all by themselves, but then mm-hmm. also looking to take other people on with them as they're growing their business? Okay, so 
again, you know, being new, I had, I made a lot of mistakes and I was not experienced in any of this, <laughs> but I learned along the way. I think the biggest thing that helped me again was me ha- being a state that having that husband as my partner who definitely believed in my dreams, who definitely didn't say, I mean, you're not bringing any money home this week. What's going on? You know, <laughs> he was like, he never even questioned it. He always was there. So I didn't have to worry about uh, losing my home or losing, not being able to pay bills one week if I was slow. So mm-hmm. that was always my comfort. So in the beginning, when you're starting off as a sole entrepreneur, I always advise, I still say this today because, you know, I told you, I told my mother to quit her job. So I was paying her full on. Uh, I advise to keep any job, even if it's a part-time job, until your business, until you are fully able to make a profit. Mm-hmm. And what people don't understand is that you don't make a profit in like the first year. I like I told you, I sold over one hundred and fifty. I gave this man over one hundred fifty thousand dollars in a year. I I don't even know what I made of it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not sure what I made. But I was already paying somebody a, a, a weekly paycheck and, mm-hmm. and didn't, you know, didn't know my margins. So you have to keep your full time job because all of your money needs to go back into your business, especially mm-hmm. for the first year, because you, you cannot grow. If you don't have even if you get a loan or something, you still have to pay that money back. Mm-hmm. Plus some right. if you do not have disposable income to continue your business to continue growing you always need to continue so i would definitely advise to keep your keep your part-time study your full-time job mm-hmm. work on your craft give as much energy energy as you give to your normal job so if you go to a job for four to eight hours a day you come home and only get 45 minutes to your business your baby it's not gonna it's not the same how are you giving four hours of time to this person you work for you're not giving four hours to your business you have to mm-hmm. go and hustle mode like I was in love with this business. Like I would come home, I would be up all night on my own website because I didn't have money to pay somebody. I made, created my own website. I was doing my own social media. I was booking interviews. I was booking, um, you know, fashion week with people. I did not have uh, the, the, the luxury of having a PR team of doing all this or a partner, because again, my mother works for me. She wasn't like a, like a me. She was just like, you know, I'm going to be there when I, you know, (laughs) I help you out with whatever. So, uh, but she was always so loyal. Like you, you, with family, like you get that loyalty and that, that trust that you probably wouldn't get with, um, a person that you just met. Mm -hmm. The next tip I would give about your team is, you know, Family, I mean, it's always good to have family, but it's, it's start off with somebody who is willing to work for like a barter or Mm, mm -hmm. someone who who is just getting out of school, someone who's in some type of training. Right. And that way you can save a lot lot of money as well. What I came across with the girls who would come out of school or barter, they were just, they were fresh. They were new, full of ideas. So that worked for, for me sometimes. And the third thing I would say for creating a staff would be um, get people who love your business as much as you love it. Mm -hmm. If they are not going as hard as you are for your business, like I've been through my fair (laughs) share of staff (laughs) and I feel like the common denominator with me losing or people moving away or, you know, us parting ways as it was a money situation was that they wanted to make more money 
or they wanted their own. So mm-hmm. to help me keep my staff, I give them um, more opportunities than any other salon would probably give them. I allow my staff to, uh, I, 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 they're not my staff. I call them my partners. They, anything that they do or sell, it's a partnership. So if my girl in the, in the salon wants to sell a product, a hair product, she can do that and make more money than just doing hair and giving me, and, you know, and paying commission. If mm-hmm. a girl in the spa wants to sell teeth, you know, whitening or cream, body cream, they are able to do so and we become partners. And that way we lock in a longevity kind of relationship. And we also see eye to eye. I want her to win just as much as she wants to win. She becomes invested in the product and the business as well. Mm. I absolutely love that. That's so smart. Yeah. So smart. Giving up secrets here. (laughs) (laughs) You really are. You really are. I think a lot of, a lot of business owners, like light bulbs are going off for them because mm-hmm. I mean, we always say collaboration over competition, right? And that is like the dictionary example, like you are living and breathing it. Like, why would mm-hmm. you stop someone else from living out their dream? If particularly like Correct. you said to us, maybe you need to keep that part-time or full-time job while you want to grow something on the side, but here you are, you're giving them the opportunity to do both yes. in mm-hmm. the same place. And that's so rare. I think that that's so beautiful that, that you do. I didn't know that. That's so nice of you yeah. do that. Oh, I absolutely you. love that. I feel like more corporate jobs could definitely take that oh into gosh, consideration yeah. too. I have this conversation a lot with my husband, you know, like instead of just like trinkets or souvenirs or something yes. that you give out, like you're actually giving them an opportunity to grow. And yes. that's something that you didn't necessarily have in the beginning. Like had the original lady wanted to go into partnership with you, it could have, yes. you know, the outcome could have been completely different even for her. Right. Um, but I mean, in all honesty, thankfully it's not. And <laughs> yeah. now you have this like queendom that yeah. you, you run yeah. and you're able to build up these other entrepreneurs too, while building your dream. That's beautiful. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. And that's why I'm like, I get like, uh, I don't hate it or I don't dislike it, but when they're like, Oh, she's, she's the boss. I'm like, no, we're, we work together. We are, we are equals, uh, because I, I just do not want anybody to feel like they're beneath me, that they work for me. We are all in this together, especially women mm-hmm. trying to build each other up. Uh, you know, I'm all for that. Yes. loving all this. So you mentioned, you know, in addition to this empire that you're running, you're a mom of two, you're a wife. I mean, you have so much going on and then just the many facets of your business too. Like what would be your advice for women who are juggling multiple things, trying to grow while trying to be there present for their family (laughs) while trying to manage their employees, if they have any, like Mm -hmm. what, what's your advice there? Uh, prioritize. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Prioritize. I have, like I said, I made many mistakes um, because I was so addicted to glam in the beginning. I did neglect my husband and I did end up spending less time away from him. And if you are a wife, uh, you took vows and your mm-hmm. husband needs you. And my husband mm-hmm. is that type too. He is the type <laughs> that once he is, he doesn't think he's clingy, but he's clingy. <laughs> He wants wants his meals made, uh, you know, he wants dinner with his wife. He wants to date. Mm -hmm. He wants, uh, you know, wants me to be home at a certain time. And um, so I had to prioritize that, you know, at first I am this strong, independent woman coming into my own and Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, no, no man (laughs) will tell me what to do. (laughs) 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm being a boss. I'm a boss right. in the daytime and I got to come <laughs> home and be submissive at night. But that is what, you know, I signed up for. So what I try to do is I prioritize my business. I, at night, I literally make a list of what I need to get done in a day and I, I, I get it done. I get all of my stuff done in the daytime. And when I'm coming home, it's just my kids. That time at my home belongs to my husband and my kids. Mm -hmm. So I am not constantly on social media. I am not, uh, you know, ignoring my children when I'm home. Mm -hmm. They only see me for about four hours, five to nine before it's time to go to bed. Mm -hmm. And that's the time that I want to spend with them, you know, the most time. I don't want to miss those moments. And we as women get so caught up and so busy and so bossy (laughs) that we forget that this is the, this was initially the dream. You are doing this for this dream to work and live and live comfortably. So Mm -hmm. don't miss out. And I don't want to miss out. My kids are 11 and six in a few weeks, the next one, 11 and six. And I don't want to miss out on these moments. I want them to remember that I was here every night to tuck them in. I want them to remember that mommy was home and not always away. So I prioritize ladies. (laughs) I I think that's so important. And I really appreciate you saying that. And, you know, just going back to what you said earlier too, about like, if you are working full-time while growing your business, like prioritizing that in your spare time, and then also adding Mm -hmm family into the mix. Like if, mm-hmm. if you do have a family or, you know, friendships, those relationships, you know, cause at the end of the day, like they're the ones who are still there for you and you want to make sure that they're still there for you by yes. continuing to nurture yes. those. So thank you for that super important and often overlooked reminder. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's easy to get caught up with what you're doing and I just had to most recently, I mean, still till this day, I'm like 10, 11 years into it now. uh, I still have to tell myself like girl, girl time. I try to get my girl time in at work Mm -hmm. and I love girl time. Okay. (laughs) I love girl time. Yes, you do. (laughs) I love having my girl time. That's what I enjoy. That's like the happiest place. But at the same time, I had to say, okay, I'm, I'm having girl time, but I need to be making money having girl time. So mm-hmm. when I am with my girls, it's mostly girls who work with me, who I can still do business with, even if it's like a photo op or it's some talking mm-hmm. of like a business about hair. It's something that is making money or making it, it's something that's beneficial to the business. Mm-hmm. So it won't be wasted time because that time belongs to my husband and my children. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you just have to be, be, be. Yeah, even prioritizing your (laughs) your relationships too and putting your husband and your kids before, you know, like first before your business and then, you know, other other relationships too can grow and evolve. And I love that you're that you said that too, because I think your circle can change as you Mm -hmm. grow and evolve in your business. Mm -hmm. You tend to grow and evolve and oftentimes your relationships and friendships do too. And I think we feel we carry so much guilt around that a lot of the time, but I appreciate you saying that. Well, Myra, before we finish up, I just want to say thank you again for sharing all your wisdom with us on the beginnings of entrepreneurship and knowing your numbers and pitching yourself and growing a team and Mm -hmm. scaling your business and just being the ultimate like boss and having a family and a social life and all the things like I know our community is going to love everything that you said and all the advice that you shared so let everyone know where they can connect with you 
Okay. Well, I am most active on social media. Mm -hmm. uh, on social media, my name is Myra Glam, M-Y-R-A-G-L-A-M. And on uh, that's my personal page. Mm -hmm. I show a little bit of, of, of everything. I show a little <laughs> business. I show a little of myself and also family. Yes. So you get all of that that we just it's talked we, about on my I was going to say, it's just what we talked page. about. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, on my I have a hair page, which is Glam Extensions, which is the extensions that we sell, Glam Extensions 1. And it's the luxury product that started me making money, okay? <laughs> Find that product that's going to make y'all some money <laughs> that you, that's going to have residual income. That product still sells even when I'm sleeping. So I love that. That's my baby, Glam Extensions 1. And a Glam Salon and Spa underscore. Glam Salon and Spa underscore is the services. That is the hair salon and that is the spa services. So you get to see everything that we do, everything that we offer, and uh, you guys can find us there. And if you don't do social media, our website is www.glamsalonspa.co, not yes. .com, .co. We will link everything in the show notes for you guys so you can go on and see Doc Myra. Um, and then, okay. So how we finish is we do this rapid fire question round. You're standing in line, you're getting ready to order your favorite coffee or like tea beverage. Someone taps you. She's like, Oh my God, that's Myra from Myra Glam, Glam Salon and Spa. <laughs> I love her extensions. Okay. The first, and she's going to ask you three questions and then pay for your drink. So first thing she wants to know, what is your favorite way to connect with new people? Social media. Okay. Love it. Love, Love it. it. Moving on up in the line. She asks, how can I create community in my life or business? Prioritize. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I love it. I love it. Prioritize that community. Yes. And lastly, how do you get your fill of girl talk? You Classy can say gossip. I was going to say, you can have more than one, one answer, one word if you want. Classy gossip. Classy gossip. She'll still pay for your coffee. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Classy gossip is like, you know, like tea we still with keep, your friends. we spill it, but it's, it's nasty. It's yeah. nasty. It's like yeah. no nasty, no shade. It's just like, girl, but yes. it's still fun yes. and funny and we, we don't hurt any feelings. <laughs> I like that nice tea. We're going to call yeah. it nice tea. <laughs> nice tea. <laughs> Myra, thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything that you did. We so appreciate all these tips and tricks. We know our community will appreciate it as well. So y'all slide into those DMs. Tell us what you loved about this episode. Go check out Myra's page. And until next time, keep shining. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.